Está en movimiento la pelota. Chicote. Fuera Leaño, se grito, ¿no? Sí. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a quick update from Cantina MX Football Podcast. It is a good day to be employed. As of 8 a.m. this morning, Guadalajara have decided to get rid of Michel Leaño as the head coach of Guadalajara after yesterday's disastrous match against Monterrey in which their previous coach, Busetich, ends up defeating them at home. And there was a chance from the fans. They got pretty upset last night. The Fuera Leaño, the uh, homophobic chant as well. And uh, the fans have had enough. And very abruptly this morning, we had a YouTube video from Chivas uh, quickly saying that Velaz made the decision to get rid of, of Leaño. And then very shortly after, uh, Chivas from their official Twitter account posted uh, the, the, the news. So as of right now, Chivas do not have a coach and... The interim will be Ricardo Cadena, who is the actual coach of Tapatio. So he will finish off the rest of the season. As of right now, Guadalajara, after 13 matches, are in 14th position with 14 points and are currently out of repechaje. So that is what's going on today. Uh, I put it on Twitter Spaces in case anybody wants to hop on. I have it on YouTube in case people want to, to vent. But this is pretty big news, and my question is, why stop at Leaño? In my opinion, Ricardo Pelaz also needs to go. He's been making some questionable decisions. He got Busetich in. He got rid of him. He puts in Michel Leaño, backs him for the rest of the tournament, and then ends up contradicting himself again, getting rid of him. And I think, in my opinion, not only does Michel Leaño need to go, but Ricardo Pelaz needs to go as well. He's the one that has been making these decisions. He's the one that's been bringing in these players that have been inadequate. And I think everyone right now is, is pretty much fed up with the current state of affairs. Uh, Chivas have a tough schedule. They're going to be playing uh, a few difficult teams. So they have Cruz Azul on Saturday. Then they have Tijuana on Tuesday, and Pumas, Necaxa to finish off the season. Pumas, who are in very good form right now, they just made it to the next round of the Conca Champions League. They're actually in the final against Seattle. So Pumas are in a good good run right now. Cruz Azul is in a good run right now. And Chivas could potentially miss out on Repechaje, which would be embarrassing. Uh, they're currently in 14th position. Again, 14 points. And... They're going to lose out on money. They're going to lose out on fans. I think everyone's pretty much fed up at this point. But feel free to hop on if you have anything you want to get off your chest. Uh, right now, I'm currently watching the replay of the Chivas Rayados game. And the fans are just not happy. 
The fans, the fans made sure that they, they heard the team, uh, the the front office. Everyone was was booing Leano, and actually cheering Rodolfo Pizarro. I was actually watching when he got subbed in, and Pizarro got nothing but cheers from the fans. So it's it's pretty crazy right now. But give me one sec. I'm gonna go and read some of the comments on the YouTube chat. Anyways, uh, I find it very ironic that Ricardo Pelaez signed Vucetic. And Vucetic had abysmal numbers with Chivas. They were also playing a very defensive style. And they just kept getting a lot of draws. Nonetheless, you know, he did get them to the playoffs his first season when he took over. He got them all the way to semis. He, he beat America on the way there. And then he kept continuing to at least get into the 12th spot uh, and have an opportunity to, to get into the playoffs. They got beaten by Puebla. They got beaten by Pachuca. But nonetheless, he was getting the team at least to the playoffs. Uh, the summer goes, and he decides to extend his year contract after everyone basically said that you know they weren't happy with his style of play. Uh, the fans wanted him out. They kept saying, Fuera, Vucetic. And... Ricardo Belaz, he, he backed him. He said, hey, you know what? This guy, he's still the best coach in the league. And we're happy with his results. Midway through the season, they get rid of him. And they bring in Michel Leano, who really doesn't have much coaching experience, but he's a good friend of Amari Vergara. And everyone kept joking around, you know. And very quickly, I think he got exposed he got exposed with his tactics. He got exposed with his lineups. He got exposed with just his lack of experience. And it's been a pretty, pretty abysmal season so far. And again, they asked Pelaz, like, hey, you know, why did you bring in Michel Leano as an interim and then end up making him the, the official coach? I thought you guys were looking for a coach. And they said, you know, we feel that like he has the, the skill to, to lead this team to victory. And it wasn't the case. And, you know, Ricardo Pelaz had a press conference like a week or two ago, continuing to back Leano, and now they get rid of him. So I just feel like there's a lot of contradictory information. I have a feeling that there might be somebody else pulling the strings here. But nonetheless, I think everybody was fed up from yesterday's results and the one over the weekend where they, they had a lead against Toluca and ended up conceding at the last minute. I think those two results... Uh, put the nail in the coffin for Michel Leano, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be out of a coaching career for the rest of his <laughs> for the rest of his life. I don't think anyone's going to want to hire him after after what he did. Uh, actually, let me raise the volume right here. So, around the 93rd minute, the referee stopped the match because of the chance. Señala 
Y entonces, y ahora, ¿por qué no lo para? As you can see, the fans got really upset last night with the chance. And again, just a frustration. Uh, the team isn't playing the way they should be. Uh, I guess the question is, is there anyone that's really going to come over here and change the course? Because I feel like at this point, we've had multiple coaches come in and they just haven't been able to figure it out. At a certain point, you do have to look at the players and, and wonder, you know, are they just not up to snuff? I'm totally fine with Amaury Vergara saying, hey, look, we don't have money. We're just going to have to use our cantera. And we're going to start like a rebuilding phase. I would be totally fine if he just went out and said, hey, we're going to be in a rebuilding phase. We don't have money. We don't have sponsors. We don't have a TV deal. You're just going to have to deal with this. I'd be totally fine if they started getting rid of, of some of these players that just don't deserve to wear the jersey anymore. Uh, I would be totally okay with them getting rid of the players that are getting paid a lot and have yet to, to show that they deserve to play for this team. I'll be totally okay if we dismantle the team and we sell it to PSV. We already have them looking at Alexis Vega, Nene Beltran. I'm, at this point, sell our best players and start over. Start over with the Cantera, give minutes to the young players, and I'm totally okay if they end up missing out on Liguilla that way. But as of right now, you have players like Piojo Alvarado. You have players that just are not up to scruff. They're getting paid a lot of money, and they're, they're not doing what they need to do. And the fans... The fans aren't happy. Algo le dice al comisario. Y ahora van a volver a gritar. Ah, claro. No tiene alguna claro. duda. No, no, pero ni media duda. Y, y pregunta Bucetich, entonces, ¿qué hacemos? Y la próxima llamada... I bet you Victor Manuel Bucetich is, is laughing right now. The way they treated him at Chivas and how he ends up getting the, the revenge on them, I think it must be the most satisfying victory so far uh happened the same thing when we got rid of fernando tena he went over to juarez after really there was no issues with him i think chivas were playing well under fernando tena uh he ends up coaching juarez we end up playing juarez and end up losing to him so i feel like this has been a curse yeah so the referee stops the match after that last chance and that was that. But I want to know what you guys think. Again, uh, open this up on Twitter Spaces. Feel free to request to speak. I want to hear what you guys have to say about Michel Leano getting fired from Guadalajara. I think it was long overdue. And uh, again, I think Pelaz needs to be the one that follows suits. <laughs> Let's see, going over to the YouTube chat, we have Sergio Lozano. The game last night was horrible. It's hard to still think that we have a chance to make the playoffs. They need to take some time and not rush to get a coach, bring in someone that has a plan and can get us to where we need to be. 100% agree with that, Sergio Lozano. Thanks for chatting on YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I do agree that I think Chivas should not rush into this. I do believe that they should take their time and find a coach that's, that has a great project. The question is who? Who do we bring in? Who's willing to go into this shit sh shit house and want to coach Chivas? It's 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 suicide, career suicide. I don't think that 
anyone is looking at this Chivas project and 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 excited to take over for Michele Año. I know that we have this romantic uh, obsession with Matias Almeida. Things are not going well for him over there in San Jose. They're, in, they're the worst team in the league. And uh, insider sources say that his house in San Jose is up for sale. <laughs> so he's already looking to get the boot or maybe leave. He does have a release clause. And he said it before the season started that, you know, he's willing to, to leave. Uh, he has a release clause. And I don't know if... If he has a solid relationship with Amaury and with Ricardo Pelaez, and I know that a lot of people want him back at Chivas, I don't know, man. I don't know if round two would be as romantic as as the first time. This is not the same team. He doesn't have the same heavy hitters that he had before. And, you know, his numbers have not looked good since his departure from Chivas. Uh, again, uh, we got more people on the on the Twitter spaces. Feel free to request to speak. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I see Chivas del Norte. Maybe he wants to say something. Um, I have another YouTube chat from Enrique Cruz. <laughs> he says, I am so happy. Uh, the players that need to leave is Ponce, Risueño, Saldivar, Huerta, Flores, Carlos Cisneros. Yeah, that is a lot of dead weight over there. Pollo. Uh, Boyo is just uh he's quite a character. He he got his coaching license and he has this weird necessity to get in players' faces and and start ranting. He's not he's not the smartest smartest guy, but he he means well for the club. But I do agree, you know, he's not even playing, so I don't know. As far as Ponce, you know, really don't have much to choose from from the back. I don't know who could step in for Ponce. I mean, this this guy has had that position. Him and Chapo have had the position for such a long time. And I don't know, man. I just don't see us getting a, another player to replace them. Uh, Saldivar. Yeah, right now we have a striker problem. Right now we have trouble scoring goals. He did score yesterday with a penalty kick. Um, Macias, everyone's asking why Macias isn't starting. He's still dealing with an injury. So it's not because the coach doesn't like him. Uh, JJ Mack just needs to get back to to 100%. Uh, you know, he know, he knows he has an opportunity to make it to the World Cup roster if he starts scoring goals for Chivas, who desperately need him. There's also a rumor that we might go after Henry Martin, which is uh, just a complete shit show. I mean, have we not learned from the Oribe Peralta uh, deal that we should not be going after America's slop- sloppy seconds? Uh, who else? You said Huerta, Chino Huerta. You know, he was doing good. He was doing good when he was loaned out, when he was at Mazatlan. Uh, I think the problem is Chivas, man. They just aren't giving him the opportunity, and I think he could be doing a lot more. Uh, Flores, yeah. I don't I don't see anything special about Sergio Flores. He's a little bit older, too. He's not even like a young player. Carlos Cisneros, uh, yeah, he has injury problems, and he's been he just hasn't been performing for the team. The problem is nobody wants to buy our players. That's, that's another issue. They want to trade. They want to loan, but... We're not selling our players. We just keep loaning them. And that if you don't have any income coming in, how can you get rid of and bring in new ones? It's just it's just very difficult. Uh, but, yeah, keep the comments going on YouTube chat. Thank you guys for hopping on Twitter spaces. Again, if you guys have any anything you want to say, feel free to request to speak. This is a space dedicated to you guys. But, yeah, Michelle Daniel fired from Chivas as of 8 this morning. Boy, it's a good day to be employed. 
And again, there's no one happier right now than Victor Manuel Vucetic getting his revenge on Guadalajara. Let's see, we got a request from Pauline. I got you, fam. Give me one sec. Uh, sometimes I don't see the request, so yeah, keep keep requesting to speak. I'll make sure to put you through. Hello, hello. We got uh, Pauline. What's up, what's up? How's it going? Welcome to the show, man. So, how do you feel? How do you feel this morning? So, so, so after a long night yesterday and venting with, uh, with everyone yesterday in Twitter spaces, I don't know, it's, I think it's, I just want the lights off. I, I just think the squad, it's, it's something that, it's, it's been three years now, and if you look at our, at our players, I think Bega is the only one who would be a, a top player in another club, right? If, if we see the other players, they would have even start for maybe for Juarez or Mazatlan, right? But we just have a shit team, and, and we'll see if there's any news later in the day. <laughs> All right, we got some, some more people hopping on right now. But uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think Pelaz needs to go. He's he's the one. He's the culprit. He he, should, he has more responsibility than than anybody else. I think. I mean, he's he's the one that I'm already basically entrusted his money and team into. Right? He gave him the money to spend, and then he brings in what do you bring in? Like six to eight players, and there's only two of them left on the squad now. <laughs> and and we can't get we can't even get anything for like the players that we did have. Like we sold um. Who's that kid we sold to Cruz Azul? I forget his Alexis name. Alexis played like, yeah, he got burned by Gina. Madueña. Like preseason game, Madueña got burned. Like, all these guys stink. And then when we try to get rid of them, nobody wants to give us anything. We got to send them out on loan. We still have to pay some of their salaries. Like, Belias has done a terrible job. And then when he does these press conferences, you know, a lot, a lot of reporters don't have the guts to, like, ask the questions that need to be asked. And, and when they do, when they ask, like, where's the self-accountability? But that is just, oh, we need patience, you know, it's a process and this and that. Like, bro, you, you suck at your job. You haven't done anything. You you bought it, you you created a team, and now that team stinks, and there's no self-accountability from Pelaz ever. I don't think I've ever seen self-accountability from him in any of the press conferences he's done. Yeah, those press conferences are a freaking joke. You know, I feel like they give him a lot of softball questions. They don't want to give him a hard one. And mm-hmm. And he keeps like reiterating the same thing. Oh, you know, talk to me at the end of the season. We have, I'll give you a better answer or whatever. But uh, he's out of excuses at this point. And yeah, he does look like a clown. You know, getting rid of Vucetich, he ends up beating you. And right now, he has a he has a good run with with Rayado. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't resigned yet. And I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I don't think Amadi has the balls to do it. We're waiting for another video, that's for sure. Yeah, we're waiting for another season two of uh, All or Nothing Chivas on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Did they do a press conference just to announce that Leonia was fired? I saw they tweeted out like a YouTube link, but I didn't, uh, I didn't click it. It was Fer. He was at the training camp, and 
it was really hard to like listen to him because the mic kept like it sounded like a blender. But yeah, he he said it. He said yeah, they got rid of Daniel, and then shortly after they had the tweet. Um, I thought it was kind of weird that it wasn't coming from like Belas himself. Maybe he is getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hey, so like I didn't, I wasn't able to catch the second half of the game yesterday, but I was watching it right now, and like the fans were just going crazy, man. Yeah, Pauline was actually at the stadium. He was telling us last night how how crazy it was. Oh wow, that's probably the worst one of the worst games I've been to. Uh, maybe the last ten minutes. Well, you understand the fans, right? They're fed up. It's been too many years, and I mean, Busetich. You see the quality of the squad from Monterrey, and how how he's been able to turn that team around. And then Pizarro going in and just wanting the ball. You you saw that Pizarro wanted to score. And then just being down the score. And, and it, the people were just fed up. I mean, I, I don't justify the any chance, you know, uh, especially a homophobic chance. It's a wrong way to, to do it. But uh, you see the frustration of a fan base that uh, keeps supporting. And it's been there. And, I mean, it's one of the ways that it's wrong, but... Ah, you just see it coming. We have uh, some new speakers. Uh, I think Jesus was first, and then we'll get to you, uh, Dick Flowers. Hey, guys. Uh, good morning. Uh, hope you guys are um, having a good day. Thank you for hosting this. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've been saying this for a while. I think us as, um, you know, us as fans, we have every right to um, – to be upset and to uh, manifest however we want to. I, I agree with Pauline. I don't think uh, the homophobic chant was not the the right way to do it, but at the, it, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, everybody was just frustrated. Um, I, I do agree also with um, just what we have as far as the roster is just not, you know, it's just not, it's not going to take us anywhere. I, we mentioned the uh, you mentioned um at first you know some of the players that stand out from our squad and um I, you know I, talking being in other spaces and stuff and talking to some other people they are frustrated with Alexis Vega too that he's not playing right and he's not but you know like it, it's just it's just the i'm one at least i'm one of those that that i see body language right and and you see the body language in these guys and it's just like nobody was happy there anymore. And then what we saw after that uh, Toluca game, uh, you know, the guys getting into it after the game and stuff. It's like what? There's no. There's there's really no. Um, th- there's no team. I don't see a team right dysfunction, now. Dysfunction, absolute dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 nobody's. Uh, I, I don't see you know anybody really. Uh, uh, getting along maybe uh, with Macias. I don't understand Macias. Every time he comes in, um, he he does something good, and then uh, he goes back to the bench the next game. And I get it. Maybe he's not in form all the way. But then when is he gonna be in form, right? Uh, I, I I don't know. It was just it's just it was time for a change. But then again, I'm one of those that I've been saying, you know, when he was Cardoso, we wanted him out. When he was Tena, we wanted him out. It was a teach, we wanted him out. So how many more are we going to want out, you know, before we actually make a change, Yeah. right? Like, the change needs to come from up top. 
um, because it's coach after coach after coach after coach. You guys brought it up. How many players we brought in with Pelais? Uh, now, Pelais, every single team he's been in, uh, whether it was Cruz Azul or uh, America, he put his foot down, right? And players were not going to be acting up and players were going to be doing all this crap. And now Chivas, the motherfucker don't even come out. He don't even come out on TV anymore. Like, where are you? Like, you're supposed to be here right now to, uh, you know, um, listen to these fans or whatever. It, it's just the change needs to come from up top. Um, I, I'm I'm not I'm not the one to tell people what to do with their money because I don't have that money, right? But, um, yeah, uh, Maori, if he's not gonna invest in this team, uh, they just get rid of it. Uh, you know, just just get rid of it. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of things. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Macias is dealing with an injury. That's why he's not getting the full 90. Um, and as far as, yeah, we have gone through a lot of coaches and we keep, uh, you know, asking for their for their departure. I think the most common denominator out of all this, uh, apart from the front office, is the players. I think the players are just not up to scruff and we just need a clean house. Uh, I have Dick Flowers. Uh, feel free to speak up and then Bob Fun. We'll get to you next. Mira hacia adentro despierto. Tu sueño despierto. En que voy a ser el mejor entrenador del país. Voy a ganar todo en México. Voy a ir a España, voy a ganar todo. Voy a ir a Inglaterra, también voy a ganar todo. Y eso voy a regresar a la selección mexicana y ganar el mundial. Oh, boy, that sound clip. Hello. Hill. Hola, con los cabillos. Uh, thanks for the sound bites. Absolutely. He's never going to live that down. He's never going to live down that quote. You know, um, my, my, my theory is he was all coked out when he said that, but, uh, we have, thank you for that. We have, uh, Bob fun. Oh, hello guys. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I was on, I was on YouTube, uh, commenting. Um, I was the one called Enrique Cruz. Oh, nice uh, man. The about the players that I was uh, I was talking about the players that should leave Chivas. But you said about Ponce that something I disagree with you, because Ponce has been so many years in Chivas, and he's been taking spots for young. Use people that can actually report for the club. We have young talent in our cantera. So who would you replace have, him with though? I don't see anybody stepping up. Uh we have Calderon. Oh yeah, Chicote. Bro. And we should give him a chance. Yeah, we have Chicote Calderon who could we have to make him step up for the team and his spot where he was shining in Necaxa. So we should give the opportunity to him. Or bring back Mayorga from Cruz Azul. Yeah, Mayorga would be nice. And Ponce, like, I feel like we should cancel this contract. All these players, because, <laughs> bro, like, they're just being um a waste of time in Chivas, bro. Ponce, <laughs> like, I like he has a good attitude. Like, he does love the Chivas, and I respect that. But he doesn't have the, like, what's it called? Like, the talent or, like, that. He just has, um what's it called? What do you call it? Pride for Chivas and all that. But he's just another waste of talent in Chivas that should have been gone 
a long time ago. When Matias Almeida was here, it was Aris Hernandez who was older than him and always the starter for Chivas. Almeida barely used him. And then at the final of um, the Ida, the Tigres contra Chivas, Ponce was playing as left back, and that's when they scored the goal. Guignac scored that goal. So he has so many errors that I don't understand why he gets so many opportunities, but not Calderon. I'm not saying Calderon's the best player, but we should see new people's faces, new Cantera to step up for us and stop seeing people that are like, I call them Spanish becados. Like technically, I'm like, I don't know how the hell he's still in Chivas for many times, many years. He's got great vocals. Yeah. Look at those vocals. Look at those vocals. Banger. We should, we should all be like, <laughs> we should retire and and make him as a magician. That was a. Uh, the way, so he doesn't stay in Chivas, bro. That was Miguel Ponce. The song is called Invisible. It's on YouTube. He has great vocals, and that's why he continues to be the starting left back for Guadalajara. Uh, we have another request. Give me a sec here. Oh, boy. Right, thanks, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for, for hopping on. Uh, we got a ninja hopping on. Let's see what they have to say. And then I got a question for everybody in the audience. Hey, what up? Um, I'm from the Bay Area. I'm unfortunately... Let's go! Unfortunately, I'm an Arsenal and Chivas fan, so it's been a hard 20 Dog. years. Dang, <laughs> man. Um, but, How do you, you fuck know, up twice? <laughs> I blame Vela, man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, hope for Vela. But anyways, no, I agree with what Mr. Fun said. You know, like, I think we just got a clean house at this point. What What does it hurt to just have all the academy players play, you know? Um, especially those who who show some kind of promise. I, I think it's just, fuck it, you know? Like, we have, like, a couple games left. What do we have to lose at this point? I we agree. lost everything. So... You know, I, I think I think especially people like Ponce, you know, and a lot of other players that they mentioned, you know, they've done their time well over time actually. And it's time to let them go, you know, like it's it's just it's just it sucks being a Chivas fan to be honest. It's been sucking, you know. We're, we 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 get to these points of, you know, where we win championships but like every ten years now, you know? It's like it's like it's fucking sucks, man. And and, and especially how do we keep on calling ourselves the biggest team in Mexico? When we don't even we can't even compete with teams like this, you know. So it's 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 a bit frustrating, and and I just think at this point we we got to stick to our academies, man, and really focus on them and develop them and give them all the support that they can, so that we can bring in quality players as we've seen throughout the years, you know, like Vela, Chicharo, all those players, you know, going through the academy, you know, there, there is quality, but fortunately. Um, just as our the country is so mediocre, you know, in terms of giving people opportunities, it's reflected in the club as well. You know, um, I feel like a lot of times, you know, people with better access to resources are giving these opportunities to play, whereas people from the streets, you know, like people from the pueblos, are not giving their their opportunities. Like, for example, I'm from this town called Tizapan, which is near the Lago Chapala, which is in the area of Guadalajara. There's so many pueblos out there with so many quality quality players. Why aren't these academies going out to scout these these pueblos? You know, there's so many good talent. It's just it's frustrating. You know, it's just very elitist in that sense. But that's a different rant. Anyways, um, thank you for the opportunity to speak. 
Hell yeah, brother, and yay area in the house. Let's go. Uh, we have, I have a question for everybody right now, because, you know, we want this Michelinio out, we want Pelaez out, but realistically, who could you bring in and actually see some change? If I'm Ricardo Cadena, who is the coach of Tapatio, and he's currently going to take over the team for the rest of the season, if I was him, I would just put Tapatio on the pitch as a big F you to like the, the first team and just say, Hey, you know what? You guys haven't been doing your job. I'm just going to field all, all the Tapatio players. Uh, but realistically, who do you think can come in and, and switch things up? I've heard Turco Mohamed. I've heard uh, Matias Almeida. You're hearing like the, the, the common, common names that get thrown out every time there's a new coach. But realistically, I, I just don't see anyone wanting to take this project in and changing anything. I don't know if Chivas del Norte has something to say. That's the thing, though, right? We don't know who. I don't think anybody, any coach, can come into this team and change it from one day to another. I think it's the whole process. You gotta first, you gotta clean house, right? And then you gotta get money to buy the players that the new coach is gonna want. And we're broke. We can't do that. We can't promise a coach the the team that they want. Um, our front office sucks. There is they. We have a sporting director that does a shitty job and doesn't get fired. Like, I, I want that job security, right? I think we all want that job security where you can suck at your job and not get fired. So I don't think there is an immediate answer for a coach that can come in and, and fix the team. It's, it's impossible, I think. There's so much, like, you got to fix the whole club's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Culture. You got to change the culture at Chivas, right? Because I think right now, I forget what player it was. Was it Rooney that said um like the lose, there's a losing culture at Everton or something like that. Like he said that they lost a big game and everybody went to the locker room and they were like chill about it. They didn't care. He's like, when we were at Man U and we lost the game, we were in the locker room pissed. Everybody was pissed. Nobody was talking. He's like, there's a losing culture at Everton, and I think at Chivas right now there's there's this culture of like mediocrity where you don't you don't care, right? You go to the locker room, you change, and you go. You go back home to your nice apartment, your nice cars. You post like all the sneakers you buy because that's all Alexis Vega does on Instagram. Like, oh, look at the new Jordans I got, and all these players are just spoiled, right? They don't. There, there's, there's like a, I don't know. There's a culture thing that needs to be fixed at Chivas, and I don't know who who can fix it. Yeah, I don't know who's been poisoning the well, but there is that attitude. There is that sort of impression that the players are just you know clocking in and clocking out, not really feeling the the jersey. It's been a long time since I felt like there was a team that was legit committed to to the project, um, starting yeah, starting think, starting from the front office too. Yeah, I think Leandro kind of tried to clean house, right? We got Antuna out of here because apparently he was like a, a locker room cancer, and then we got Macias out on loan, but now he's back because you know he kept getting injured in Spain. But I think the attempt was there to try to kind of clean house, but it still hasn't worked, right? We have players trying to fight each other. When the game ends, um, you got this speech that uh, Chapo gave in the locker room that she must very conveniently put out, right, to try to kind of rile up the team and rile up the fans. And then the week right after that happens, you got Boyo and Wedbeck trying to scrap on the field. So, like, what good did it do? Yep. We have Bob Fun. Maybe he has another soundbite for us. Bob Fun, feel free. Hey, hey man, um, I have one thing to say. Um. Would you guys mind to trade Alexis Vega for Victor Guzman from Pachuca? I don't. Because of the, I don't think we should uh, be doing. Almost, I don't think we should be doing any kind of bartering. I think. It's
I don't think we should be doing any kind of trades. We're, yeah. we're not going to get anything for Vega. I can't hear you. Oh, I was just thinking like... Uh, uh, I think go ahead. a good idea because... Of... My bad. Uh, his contract is almost expiring. And I don't think he's comfortable to stay in Chivas. So I feel like we should trade him out for Vitor Guzman. Because Vitor Guzman has been doing really good season this year. He's like about 26, 27. Someone with our experience... And someone who like who could port so much for Chivas, I will I will trade him off. Victor Guzman hasn't done nothing for Chivas. Let's be honest. He only has scored four goals. He's our best player for right now, but he hasn't really done nothing. He hasn't beat. He hasn't scored against America. He hasn't scored against Atlas for a while. Was, I don't know if it's a year or two years. So it's it's time to change, bro. And he only cares about having nice shoes, things like that. <laughs> Uh, no need to disrespect the, our best player right now. I think for him, he's writing out his contract because he knows he can be a free agent come in the summer. And he's his his mindset is to go to Europe. And you know we do have yeah, but, we do have that agreement with PSV. So I honestly think that they're negotiating some kind of deal. Um, they talked, you know, they brought it up to Pelas, like, hey, why haven't you been able to extend his contract? And they say that they're working with Alexis Vega. But personally, I think he's holding out, and you can't force a player to sign a contract. And if you're yeah, if true. if you're Guadalajara, like I do agree that they need to get something in return, right? You're not going to let him go for free. I don't yeah. know if he would agree to a trade, though. I don't think I don't know if he has a choice, but he has the the right to refuse, you know, the contract. I know we did that. Yeah, with, like Antuna. I know we did uh, that with like Pizarro we, when we sold him to Monterrey. He didn't even know. So I mean, yeah, that's a, that, that yeah. was the problem because it's like the Pacto de Caballeros. Also, at that time there was Pacto de Caballeros. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why he had no choice. And at the same time, he's like, what's the point of being a team that doesn't want me here, like the people that work there? I'd rather just leave and and leave all the – and the fans are going to get mad, but I'd rather be somewhere where I feel comfortable. That's what Pizarro chose to go to Monterrey, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, at that point, yeah. you, you can't you can't blame him for, for going to Rayados. I mean, if that's the, yeah. way, if that's the way they're going to treat you, you might as well just say, all right, screw it. And uh, I mentioned earlier when he got subbed in last night, the, the fans started cheering. You know, they they still respect him quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, anyone that wants to hop he, he on, wants, just request. Pizarro does want to come back. It's just that uh, Maori is he has a a beef with him with all the players that they were protesting of the primas that they didn't get paid. That's why he don't want him in the team. They could have got him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he would have been a. Uh, um, a saver, but we would have at least opportunity to have a good player in our team. So, nah, let's let's not act like Pizarro isn't washed. <laughs> All right, nah, he wasn't gonna come in and lead this team to a final. That Pizarro is washed. He gets like fifteen to ten minutes on Monterrey. Yeah, he's not he's, he's not the washed, player right? we remember from twenty seventeen. It would have just yeah, been I, I agree. A, a hit to his legacy as a Chivas player and what he did for us. Yeah. yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing for Matias Almeida. If we bring back Matias Almeida, it's like fans are gonna start saying for Almeida, and it's gonna yeah. have all the effect on him. And I'd rather yeah. have him not come back again. I'd rather not want him back. I'd yeah, rather keep, just his keep it a good legacy. memory. Yeah, it's a good memory instead yeah. of bringing him and then inter- destroying everything he built. So then we start hating him. I'd rather yeah, have him true. forget about him and bring a new coach. Same thing happened at Chepo when he came back the second time. 
Yeah, the, everybody just, started hearing, but he had a worse team. Yeah, he did. Team. He did. All right, yeah. thanks, man. Yes, yeah, sir. I feel like Kanye right now. Power yourself. How sweet? Take a few steps back. To go you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. Yep, that's how I feel right now. I think we <laughs> we're over here requesting trophies. Come on, man. Bizarro? No, I, I don't agree. I think, like I mentioned before, clean house and just tell everybody, hey, guess what? We're in the rebuilding phase. We're going to promote from within. We're only going to use young players. We're not going to go after Big Macs. We're not going to go after Henry Martin. We're just going to go with our cantera and then lower the expectations. You know, we may or may not get to repechaje this way, but we're not going to be spending money we don't have. And everyone just, like, support us. And I think the, the fans would, would agree to that. But don't try to say one thing and, and, and do another. You know, don't say that we're the biggest team in Mexico and that we're going to go after silverware we're, when realistically we're looking at this squad, we're looking at this coach, we're looking at this organization, and they do not have a vision for this team. We don't have the commitment from the front office. We don't have the commitment from the players, from the coach. It's a shit house right now. And I think Amaudi, he's distracted too. He doesn't know what to do. He, he, this isn't his job. Uh, he's more focused on making cool-ass videos for Amazon Prime and YouTube TV. And I just feel like he's distracted. And, and that's the problem from head to toe. Like The organization is just not on a clear path. And I don't think anything's going to change. I think we're trying to put a Band-Aid over a broken leg. It's just... We're not going at, uh, about it the right way. We put in another coach, we're going to have probably the same issues. So I feel like clean house, just start from scratch. I'll be totally okay with the rebuilding phase. But as of right now, it's just something's got to go. And I think, the, the again, the most common den denominator across all this, across all these seasons, are the players. And at, at a certain point, you, you just got to get rid of them. We, we should have deep dived into rebuild mode as soon as they got rid of Rapechaje. I mean, not Rapechaje, Descenso. Because as soon as they get rid of relegation, like, you can suck for, like, four years and, like, just build up players and let, let's see who works and who doesn't work out. And then once relegation does come back, then you can start spending money because you're going to know where the, the biggest holes on your team are. But instead, Chivas just is like, oh, no relegation, then screw it. You know, we're just not going to spend anything and we're not even going to develop players. We're just doing it all wrong. Yeah, that's a good point you bring up. Right now, it, there's a safety blanket, and it would have been a great time to experiment with, with young players. Does it really yeah, get come like next year? Uh, we don't know yet. I don't know. They don't know yet. I know Morelia is trying but to like, buy their way back to the f first division. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of fans are saying, you know, a lot of people in here too are saying, we got four games left. Let's just play the young players. There's no point in the season. And they're absolutely right, right? We should just let put all the kids out there, see what they got. Because it doesn't matter if we don't get another single point this whole season. We're not going to get relegated. It's not going to affect the, the coefficient, the relegation coefficient. It, we have nothing to lose and every, absolutely everything to gain, I think. We find players that can, that can shine. Yeah, I think the craziest part about all this, mathematically, we're still in it. We can still clinch uh, a 12 spot. We do face uh, Cruz Azul and Tijuana next, so... I mean, it's going to be difficult, but Chivas still can get into repechaje. I know for them, like money-wise, that would be all what they're you know they're just trying to get that money from from the TV and all that. I'm sure they get bonuses for for getting in there, so they still have an incentive to to go out there and win the matches. But yeah, at this point, we've we've tried it one way. It's it's time to put the tapatio out there. Let's see what they do. 
<laughs> oh, I have another question. Um, I have a, a controversial question. I don't know if you guys will all agree or not. I have a, is it time to open for foreigners to come yes. play on our team? Yes. I feel like it's been time. Uh, I, no. It's damn. been time, man. Man, listen, guys. Listen to I know the old generation are going to be pissed, but I feel like the new generation won't care that much a little bit. But think about it, because a lot of Mexicans and the the ones that are playing good and different teams don't want to come back to Chivas. They see how bad Chivas <laughs> it is, and they yeah. see that they're all just staying in their team, win trophies. And I feel like I'm not saying to bring every a foreigner. We should yeah. do a good study, bring three good um good foreigners, just three. I'm not asking five, ten, or the whole squad. I'm just saying three good ones. <laughs> And the rule should be like the goalkeeper and the striker should be Mexicans all the time. And the defender, we can have a good defender from a different country, a good midfield that could give good passes. Because when when Maciel was in Leon, he had good players that uh-huh. would get him good passes so he could score many goals. Preach. I feel Preach. I feel like I feel like that would be a good option. A lot of people are gonna be mad. They're gonna say, I'm not going for Chiles no more, I'm gonna go for a different team. But that's dumb because it's the same thing that other teams have on their team. I feel like the ones who really support Chivas will support it no matter what. The, because, <laughs> be honest, we haven't been, it hasn't been 110, 115 years that it was always played with Mexicans. When the beginning of our time, Chivas used to play with French, Belgian players, German players, English, Mexicans. They, they played with all kinds. Until the league, the league I make it started, that's when they start playing with only Mexicans. So we're going to go back to our roots just with a little bit. I'm not asking too many, but three good players that can port the team. And then we could be like, oh, we have to be exigentes, not be like, oh, we always have that excuse. Oh, we play with only Mexicans. Oh, the only problem is because we only play with Mexicans. It won't be a problem no more. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the excuse the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we suck because we only play with Mexicans. A lot, a lot of Mexicans want to go to Europe already. They don't want to Dude, go to yeah. Chivas. It's not like back then, everybody wanted to be in Chivas. Everybody wanted that fame in Chivas. Now everybody doesn't care about Chivas no more. They want to go to Tigres or Monterrey. They're paying even double the money. Or they want to go to Europe. Their, th- their minds are in Europe. Look at Alexis Vega. His mind's in Europe. Macias and Macias was thinking in Europe already before he got loaned. Uh, I got to uh, Belaz has something to say. Sencillo como eso. Eres un estúpido. No, no, no. I'm kidding, though. But uh, Bob Fun, man, I liked you with the sound bites, but man, these are some terrible takes, bro. Um, terrible, just terrible. And you did mention that it's controversial, but uh, under no circumstances will a foreigner play for Chivas. I think they might be able to extend it to like Naturalizado. I think that would be like okay. You know, you look at it like a Santi Jimenez who, if I'm not mistaken, isn't eligible to play for Chivas, but he's Mexican in my book. You have a player like Marcelo Flores. So I feel like they should extend it to, you know, if you're eligible to play for the national team, you should be eligible to play for, for Chivas. But uh, bringing in foreigners, cool. that's not what, what Chivas is about. And I do think that yeah, there's enough the talent. Is- there's enough talent in Mexico. Like, you're telling me there's no talent in Mexico? There is talent. It's just like we don't have a large enough funnel to see it everywhere, but – as somebody it, mentioned earlier, there's plenty of talent in Mexico. You're telling me we can't feel 11 Mexicans out there? And does doesn't Athletic Bilbao do that? And, yeah, but they're not a, a big club in Spain. They're not like 
competing that much. Yeah, but they've they've and, competed. And we, we can't. We're going to be winning trophies every 10 years or even 20, <laughs> 60. We don't want to be Aklas, bro. We don't want to be like them. <laughs> we we got to change sometimes a ideology and think about the future. And you're going to bring more fans from other countries in the world. Yeah. That it's going to bring more money to Chivas. We're going to have people from Brazil that are going to international Chivas. Teams. International, more international people are going to go for Chivas. Because a lot of people that are anti-Chivas say we're racist. And like, we're not racist. We're, just- <laughs> we're nationalistic. <laughs> uh-huh. but, all right, Bob, here's another, here's another problem I have with this is we don't even have money to get Mexican players, let alone foreigners. So I don't understand. How, how can bro, we even? I, I feel like we do have money. Nah, man. We do have money, bro. And it's obvious that we don't. Players, we saw the jerseys. <laughs> we saw the jerseys. I mean, life has a lot of money. I know that. Because have you been seeing a Maori been going to travel around the country in Chile, Brazil, Colombia? He's been traveling to a lot of places. That's his dad's inheritance money, bro. That's not Chivas money. That's that's old money. That's trust fund money. No, but Omni Light uses Chivas money. You see it. Chivas is the one that has the most paying TV to like have them. They're an exclusive to ECs. ECs is the biggest um provider for TV, and not everybody from Mexico could watch it. Because Ace is pretty shit. If you see it in Mexico, I've been hearing that. That they've been having problems with them. And we're and they have Chivas TV that makes a really good profit of money, too. Man, we got like five subscribers on Chivas TV. Stop it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one paying for Chivas nah, TV, bro. dog. Ain't no one paying for Chivas nah, TV. Yeah. Right, right now, nobody's paying, bro. But back then, we had people paying for it in Mexico. Yeah. And here... And you would say they have a contract with Telemundo. It's like, I know they have money, at least for, like, two good players. Like, not, like, spend $10 million, but, like, a, like um, from Pachuca, we could get a right back. So Kevin Alvarez, I don't think he would be, like, five, five mil, 5,000. Nah, you got to add the Chivas uh, tax. That's a, that's $10 million, million right there, dog. You know, I think yeah, I think uh, clubs just, they know that we don't have any other choice but to field Mexicans, so they can charge whatever they want, and we have to pay it. And that's why I'm yeah, like, but, uh, we shouldn't have to go and, like, buy players from other clubs. We should have a – we, we need to have our own academy, you know. Yeah. We should be – we should have the strongest academy in Mexico. I don't understand why we're over here trying to buy players from other teams. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. Yeah, we but, bro, we got to be – we got to be, like – I'm not trying to compare teams. I'm trying to say we should be, like, Bayern Munich. The one, you know how Bayern Munich takes away all the good players from all the Germany teams? Like, especially Dortmund, the biggest rival? Uh-huh. We should do that. But we don't got money. That's the only problem. Yeah. Because they're rich. <laughs> they're rich, but, and they haven't been in debt since, like, the 80s, bro. They know how to run a club. But how's it, I don't see no team that has only youth academy players that are being big. Uh, I don't see that. For a while, Barcelona. For a while, it was Barcelona. Yeah, but it's been a while, though. Now they're playing players. They're buying players. They know they see... Oh shit! We can't do it with our only youth academy players. We gotta bring players from different places so we can compete. But we're asking just to compete and win trophies. Uh, I think we just gotta lower our expectations of this club. As of right now, we're not a winning club. We're not a championship club. We might have a good. That's a problem, bro. And and here's <clears throat> the thing: it's like everything's laid out for us to even, despite have a terrible home record or away record or finish twelfth in the league. You still have a shot to win the title. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I think Chivas, like, as long as we have this Liga format, maybe they bring back Copa uh, Mekis. Uh, we have the League's Cup that's going to be between MLS and Liga Mekis. Anything that's like a like an el- elimination thing, I think Chivas might have a shot. Like, 
it doesn't take much for you to catch fire and play well. But as far as being consistent in the league week in and week out, it, yeah, it's never going to happen with Chivas. Yeah, but we shouldn't be because a lot of people should just be quiet about saying Chivas is the biggest club in Mexico. We should be quiet a little bit. We shouldn't say because then we're going to destroy, bro. We're going to get destroyed. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have arguments to say Chivas is in Malgandre anymore. We can't say it no more, bro. No. We got to say that we just got to be quiet, deal with all the laughs. Uh, it sucks, it's, bro. But it's hard to defend. We can't defend it. There's nothing to defend Chivas already. We're not. In 1999, we're not back in the 1980s, the 50s. It, it sucks. It fucking sucks. And, and I saw Chivas when I was a little kid. I saw them play in Copa Libertadores. They were oh, yeah. teams that they were playing the Liga, La Copa. They were playing so many trouble, and they weren't getting tired. They weren't complaining. And now yeah. they're complaining, saying, "Oh, we're playing the the assistant manager right now, the one that was today." He was saying, oh, we were tired because we came from Toluca. No mind, <laughs> Hey, no they had to push the bus back to Guadalajara, bro. It broke down. They had to push it. Bro, That's they well three you. weeks of fucking rest, bro. Three weeks. Tell me, no mind. I bet you the people who played in La Copa de Autorores, Reynoso, Bofo, Venado, El Mar Bravo, they yeah. wouldn't complain. They don't want to fucking complain. They feel like they won't be like, I'm tired, bro. My leg hurts. Oh, I need to get it. Some ice on my leg. I played oh, FIFA for ten hours yesterday. I'm tired. I was streaming. Uh, and then you have you have Canelo. You have Canelo who's doing his podcast. I'm tired. You know the podcast. But no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I don't want to take this time to uh, allow anyone else to speak. Uh, just request, and uh, we'll let you hop on. Obviously, after Bob Fun's terrible takes, uh, I hope that encourages everybody else to, to hop on. <laughs> I got more terrible takes for you. Bro, tell me. Wait, argument, I wanna, you got to argue, I wanna, man. I want to get my two cents in about the whole, you know, foreigners on Chivas. If Chivas ever fields foreign players, I will stop watching Liga MX completely because the only, the only reason I follow Chivas is because they only field Mexican, Mexican-American or whatever yeah. players, right? If they break that tradition, I will never watch a Liga MX game ever again in my life because this league is not Facts. a good league. Facts. This league is a mediocre league that rewards mediocrity with a playoff system that rewards 12 out of, what, 16 teams in the league? You know how trash you got to be not to make repechaje? And we're about to do it. Like, we're going <laughs> to prove how trash you got to be to not make repechaje. And... I will never watch Liga MX ever again if Chivas breaks that tradition. I, I don't care. Like, I'm done with Liga MX. I will watch Premier League. I will watch La Liga. And I will never tune into a Liga MX game ever again because I don't care about any other team. And the only reason I care about Chivas is because they feel Mexican players. If you ask me, did you watch X game by, like, did you watch the Rayados game? I think it, no, I don't watch any other team uh-huh. except Chivas because I don't care about any of them. I feel but I guess we just got to lower way. expectations then, right? For the next 50 years? I mean, yeah. Like, you know, we'll be happy once every 10 years. And, you know, we got to deal with it. But oh, maybe not, bro. Only, I think ownership oh, and... <laughs> I don't think it'll get, have a long way to go, bad. my guy. I think I think we'll be like that English club from like the '60s that you know used to be big, like Leeds or like Nottingham Forest. You know, like oh, we used to be good. That's gonna be us. We're gonna be like back in my day. Well, the Nottingham were the they were the best. Like sure, whatever, Grandpa. 
we went to the final, Libertadores. Now the young people, the the new generation, they want teams to win. And I, that, we're gonna have, see a lot of people that are gonna go for Chivas, bro. It's fine. You can That's take the bandwagoners. I've had to deal with it with the San Francisco Giants and the the freaking Warriors. You have people that never touch the baseball, don't even can't even name the lineup, but they support these teams because they're winning. I'm calling out all the Tigres fans. I don't. I don't think. That, I think they're all bandwagoners, bro. Yeah, but that's the thing too, though, right? As as you know, time goes by. How is Chivas gonna build a fan base, a new fan base? How do you get the that's, kids to that's cheer the for problem, Chivas? Because that's the problem. All right, so you look at these like the kids right now that are in the academies are what 18, 20 years old, right? Yeah. Their whole life, Chivas has been shit. Yeah. They never saw Chivas be good. They've seen Chivas be good twice in their life. Yeah. So why would you want to play for Chivas? Chivas is not a good team. Your whole life, Chivas has been mediocre. Why would you play for them? There's no reason to play for Chivas. Eventually, you're going to have to put on a good product on the field because you're going to lose. Right now, you're losing like two generations of fans that are not going to be there. And also, you have no, to be good again. The the lack of a clear path as well. Um, as many of us probably have family members in Mexico. Like I have a cousin that lives in um, the Ciudad Federal. And he, spoke, he, he went to the Pumas Academy. And he couldn't make it all the way through because it's very expensive as well for those who don't have the economic means. But... He talked a lot about how, at least in Chivas, you know, the 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 path is is not clear a lot of times, you know. So a lot of people are not motivated, and also it's very expensive to to be in those those academies. So that's another barrier. Again, I'm talking about regarding elit elitism in Mexico, but again, that's a different topic. But I I do believe again that that at this point the focus should be on the academy and just really revitalizing the culture, as you guys have mentioned, because it's just at least my personal experience is very boring to watch these games now. Like, you know, like there is no excitement, you know, couple that with watching Arsenal games as well. It's fucking frustrating as fuck every weekend, <laughs> but it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, you still somehow you enjoy the pain, I guess, cause you keep on watching it. But you know, it's, it's, it's a, for both clubs, it's, it's a loss of a culture of, of a winning culture of, it's just gone, you know, and, and I think if we can start anew with, you know, cleaning houses you mentioned and, and just revitalizing the academies and really getting to the knit and grit of, of the mentality of these players, fucking even getting psychologists or some shit. I don't know if they've even done that yet, but something <laughs> yeah, like that. Hey, we, we did it back yeah, in the day. Oh, you're they right. The Colum Colombian, the Colombian shrink. They brought a clown. Yes. Oh, that oh that one dude, the one that was yeah, racing people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. It's 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 a long road ahead, but I th I think lowering expectations is a reasonable thing to do right now, just so that we can not get our hopes up as as often as we do. Yeah, I, just, I just want to say I like I like how Carlos Vela duped a whole generation of Mexicans to to become Arsenal fans, and now Marcelo Flores is probably going to do the same thing. Nah, nah, it's hilarious. Gonna be, <laughs> did you guys going to be cast on bronze? Wait, did y'all seriously like... become Arsenal fans because of Carlos Vela? Wow, yeah, dude, that Hell was the yeah. link. That was he came. Carlos yeah. Vela came out of the Chivas Academy, oh jumped out of Arsenal, yeah, scored bangers, dude. That was the link. Dude, no, and especially like at least for me, you know, I, I was, I mean, I only watched Mexican soccer when I was a kid, you know, so like yeah, I didn't same. know Premier League shit like that. And also back then, I feel like it was hard to watch it on TV. It was. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, once we found out, because at least um, when I was like in two thousand six, two thousand five, around that time when a lot of these players, you know, when the World Cup was in Peru, when the under seventeen team won, um, you know, I I went because I my family's from near Guadalajara, so we would go a lot to the games and. 
I was able to go one time with my dad to um, not Verde Valle, but before they the club, the Guadalajara would have its own clubhouse. Like I don't know how to explain it, but it was like a clubhouse where it was like it was like a gym, you know, swimming pools, and also have a trophy room of all the trophies that Chivas ever won that they have. And like I was able to meet a lot of the players and coaches in there, and and you know, and a lot of the young players were there too, and and they were talking about Vela and whatever. And then back then. You know, when we saw them win the World Cup in Peru against Brazil, that shit was life changing, you know, because like, holy shit, all these dudes are fucking raw. And like some of them are from Chivas and like, let's see where they go. And then Vela goes to Arsenal and then I was hooked. And then fucking, you know, like I knew about Henri, but not like that. But for me, Vela was a link for sure to, to Arsenal. Um, and then just seeing him fucking get loaned out every fucking season. Um, it was just it was really fucking stressful, man. Um, and then now we got that one kid, you know, Flores. So I'm hoping, and he was, he was in the first team squad a couple of weeks ago, but unfortunately they didn't put him in, um, at this point, I mean, just they, like with you, just put him in. <laughs> what the fuck do they got to lose? Like, you know, my man scored three <laughs> goals for Arsenal and became a hardcore fan. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> he scored 11. <laughs> well, Wikipedia lying to me then. <laughs> He definitely scored more than three. Yeah, all chip shots too. Like really yep. fucking beautiful goals. I think he there's scored one least, in the FA Cup. Least... I think that one was it. FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah the he one. scored a shitload in the in the EFL. You know the yeah the, league cup. One. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just you know, bro. Imagine having Carlos Vela and Chivas right now. No, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> I don't even like. Years ago. Just imagine, Not right now. Bro. Just... bro, he'd be at the club every weekend. Bro, he's he he'd be he'd fit right in with the club because nobody cares right now. So yeah, you know <laughs> he'd be the one starting the parties and everything. Um, we're more likely to get him to play for our, our basketball team than we are for our soccer team. Uh, yeah, but we've been on for an hour, guys. So uh, closing thoughts before we wrap up this uh, this big news with Michel Leano getting fired from Chivas. It feels like a good day. It feels like a good day to be employed still, but. I don't know. I feel like not much is going to change. Uh, but I'll leave. I'll let you guys have one more take before we, we wrap it up. Ah, nobody wants to speak. Oh, man. Uh, go ahead. I feel like today's just a happy day. We just think about it. We, we all go celebrate, guys. We should all celebrate. We're all the biggest party. Because then we're just going to be sad the next four games, bro. We can <laughs> celebrate today. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's Thirsty Thursday. Everybody's got to take a shot. Take a shot today for the great news. That was only good news we have. We're going to have for a while, bro. Oh. It's going to be sad. We have some last-minute requests. Uh, I'll let Paco go first and then Garibe. Just bring in Wenger. <laughs> I'm bringing Wenger. I'm dead. <laughs> Paco, you're on Twitter Spaces. Thank you, guys. Can I speak in Spanish, please? Sí, está bien. Sí, entiendo. Gracias. Sí, entiendo que probablemente no sea mucho mucho el cambio, pero al final de cuentas tienes que dar el primer paso y el primer paso era era este sacarlo, no seguir este tolerando lo que estaba pasando. Eh, al final de cuentas, el día de hoy estamos todos molestos por cómo está jugando el equipo y hay muchas formas que no debemos aceptar. Y creo que la primera, pues obviamente entiendo que es el cambio de director técnico. Ahora, todo lo que estuvimos platicando, lo que estuve escuchando de ustedes, creo que 
si el proyecto deportivo no, no, no llega a ganar partidos, si el equipo no es bueno, este, vamos a ver que el cuerpo técnico es malo, que la playera no nos gusta, que el estadio está feo, que la cancha... Vamos a ver todo mal, pero una cosa es seguro en el fútbol, cuando el equipo gana no importa que el técnico sea malo, no importa que la cancha esté mal, no importa que la afición se comporte, cuando un equipo gana, cuando un equipo es ganador, y lo comentaron hace rato, en los últimos años Chivas ha, sido, ha, ha estado mal, pero en los tiempos en los que fue el campeonísimo era porque era un equipo ganador. Creo que si esa parte del equipo ganador vuelve, se nos van a olvidar muchas cosas. Pero eh, reitero eh, lo que comentaban hace rato, no va a cambiar mucho, pero es el primer paso. Gracias. Bueno, muchas gracias, Paco. All right, we got Garibay next. I got you. Give me one sec. Garibay. Did they go? Where'd they go? Ah. Uh, uh, try that again. It looks like you got kicked out. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Ninja, do you want to have a last talk? Oh, here we go. Do, 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 do. Villarreal. Welcome. What you got for us? Hey guys, I think I arrived late to to the to the space. Uh, I'm not sure if you talked about this before, uh, but it's it's kind of a question to everyone. Do you think we have a competitive team with our current squad? And uh, it's it's just a, a a matter of you know letting them play where they are supposed to be playing in their in their supposed positions. Yeah, we talked about this heavily. Right now, we don't really have a squad that should be winning championships, and, and that's part of the problem. And, you know, we've we've all basically agreed that we should start to look at our cantera and start promoting from within because, you know, we don't have money and basically turn this into, like, a, a farmer's project. Uh, it's going to take a while, but we don't have relegation anymore. We don't have to worry about going to the second division. So uh, it'd be a great opportunity to give, op you know, Give it to the young players, and we'll see how uh, Tapatio's coach handles these last games of the season. But hopefully we start to see some new blood in there. I'm curious to see how Paulo uh, Rizar would do uh, in the first team. I know he, he had a good ascensal uh, career, but I would like to see him uh, in the first division. Gotcha. I, I, I agree with uh, Paco. It's, it's probably... Uh, the the only good news that we're gonna have uh for the for the upcoming months but uh at least we can be optimistic with the future and uh hopefully we we will see some new arrivals and uh a more competitive squad so let, let's go for that thank you Villarreal, for hopping on twitter spaces uh we're we're coming down to it uh chill the norte do you have anything to say before we wrap this up um yeah i like I like how everybody is actually optimistic. Like I don't know what we're I don't know what we're celebrating, right? We we fired coaches so many times and nothing has changed. So I don't know why people think this is gonna be the, the one time <laughs> things actually change. You know, it's like uh what did what did Kobe say that one time? The job's not done. Like yeah. we we've done this step so many times and now we gotta go into the front office and clean out. We gotta get a I don't think our ownership's gonna change, right? So we get we need to get Amaudi needs to get the right guy to manage this team. Obviously, Pelaz is not it. 
Um, we, we need like a whole culture shift at Chivas. So, sure, I guess we could be happy, right? Lanyo got fired. The team hadn't been playing well. We had not gotten the results we need. But we've seen this step so many times. You know, we fired Busetich for Lanyo, and now Busetich comes into the Akron, wins a game, and gets Lanyo fired. Like, what? What is this? It's like a twilight zone happening. So. I don't know. I don't think there's anything to celebrate. We've seen this step many times. Um, we just have to wait till the off season. In the off season, if they hire a coach and they, you know, a coach that has like a project promise to him, if they open up their pockets, then I think we get we can get our hopes up. But right now, it's you know, same old shit, different day for Chivas. Awesome, awesome. I feel like this music is very appropriate here. We're on a sinking ship, but it's okay because we have everybody here. We're all Chivas fans, and we want to see this team succeed. We can only go up from here, right? We're at the bottom. We can only go up from here, or is it going to get worse? We shall see. But I want to thank everyone for hopping on Twitter Spaces. Make sure to follow us at the Cantina MX Football Podcast. My name is Jaime Landero signing off, and we'll catch you guys in the next one.